0: To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss.
1: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance, United Healthcare Tri-Term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
2: This is Radio Anywhere.
3: Good, so you know but um, just you know the levels and and stuff. I think the levels are as good as they're going to get, and I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I, I want to say thank you to Matty Stevo. Thank you, Matty. So, um, this is the Ian Lee pointless phone in. The Leighton, what is it called? The Ian, what is this called? The Ian Lee pointless phone in is what this is called. Um, and I do this thing right where you can sponsor the show um, and you pay 40 quid and you sponsor a show, right? And someone, a guy called Michael pay 40 quid to sponsor the show. Right. And I didn't really look at it. And it turns out he's a white supremacist. No, he's not at all. I saw what it was. And I wrote back saying, man, I can't, I can't take your money for this. Let let me, uh, let me, let me I don't know what you're doing, Lucky, but it's kind of weird. She's no, no, She's trying to, she's doing that thing where cats look at computer screens. Um, so I'm just going to say this, and I mentioned this a couple of uh, 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 of times. The T3 Farm Challenge, right? It's a five kilometre outdoor obstacle course. I'm out. I ain't fit enough for that. Uh, that is running Yorkshire every year to raise money. And here's why I couldn't take the 40 quid for a local charity called Forget Me Nots Children Hospice. So I gave the money back and said, put it in the tin. Live music, food and drink on the day as well as local stalls and funfair rides. The website is, it's t3farmchallenge.co.uk. t3farmchallenge.co.uk. There you go. And I'll mention that again a little bit later on, as well as our wonderful sponsors. So the Ian Lee Pointless Phoning Show, the kind of tenish to kind of midnight-ish, you know, it is what it is. Um, and I want this to be kind of like a sort of late night, mid to late nineties, late night phone and vibe where anything goes. The only thing we don't do is accept withheld numbers. Apart from that, anything goes. You don't even have to be listening to the show to make the phone call. Although, ah, no, that does make sense because some of you might be listening to this on the podcast. There's a podcast. If you miss the show, you can download the podcast for free. And you need to thank the Patreons for that. The only reason this is going, the sponsors and the Patreons. If we lose all of the sponsors, which we kind of are in danger of because I don't know how to market this thing, I don't know how. To, I sent a load of emails out saying, hey guys, come and sponsor me. And I don't really know that world. So, I mean, if anyone wants to take on the marketing, I don't. so we are, the sponsors are all doing great. You know, Crease Cards and 34SP, everyone's reported you know, an upsurge in the business. But I don't know how you go to other companies, go, hey, could you come and sponsor this? It's only £75 a week to advertise. So I don't know how to do that. So that will end um, in a month. But the, the 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 Patreons are also keep this going. So this is kind of a late night, chilled vibe where anything kind of goes, right? You can phone up and be free. You can do some freaky stuff with me if you want. I don't care. You can phone up and talk about anything. You can argue with me. You can celebrate with me. You can whatever you want. It's all up for grabs. We just don't do withheld numbers. That's it. And when I say we, I mean me. It's just me. That's why sometimes the levels are a bit dicky. Why sometimes it drops out. Why, you know, the phone. I miss phone calls and all of that stuff. It's literally just me sat under my stairs. Lights out. It's completely dark, apart from the illumination from three screens. And uh, it is what it is. You know, at the beginning of the show, there is nothing. There's nothing. It's empty. It's blank. A blank canvas. And at the end of the show, the canvas is covered in all kinds of scribble and paint and all of that stuff. I know about blank sheets because I am writing a 4000 word essay for college. My third essay, I passed the first one, 70 percent, passed Marcus 50, failed the second one, 42 percent. had to rewrite it. Now it's the third and final essay and i got a private tutor in to help me cuz i i i can't face failing again i've i've built this up into this thing that is much bigger than it is i'm getting stomach aches i'm having nightmares i can't sleep so i've hired a private tutor for two or three sessions just to help me go through this essay and, and, and i i i want to pass i don't want to fail is it a waste of money well possibly you know, others others in my class might think so. It's just helping me because I'm so anxious about this. Why am I talking about that? Because this show is whatever you want it to be. And I kind of like, I've got this idea for like a, a rule, a very loose rule. The first half an hour of the show, and this is always dangerous because, you know, maybe no one's going to do it. The first half an hour of the show. Tonight and tomorrow, let's see how it goes. I want it to be callers who've only ever called me a handful of times in the past, right? Regulars, you can come on after half past ten. See, part of me feels I'm... Let's do it for the first hour. Let's do it for the whole first hour, right? Tonight, and we'll see about it tomorrow. The whole first hour tonight is... is... For people who've only ever called me a handful of times, I don't know, five, ten times in the last 20 years, whatever. So no regulars until 11 and after. But if you've only ever called me a handful of times or you haven't called me for years, 0203-286-6370. You can Skype TLNA from anywhere in the world. And if I miss your phone call, I'll give you a call back as soon as as uh, as soon as I can. How about that? That makes me feel nervous and it makes me feel uncomfortable, which is good. That means I'm alive. I don't want to sit here and for this to be easy. I could make it easy. You know, set some phone calls up, play a load of music, whatever. I don't want this to be easy. So for the first hour tonight, Only call in if you've only ever called me a handful of times or you haven't called me for a long, long time. Let's see how it goes. 0203 286 6370 is the phone number. There's no delay. There's no kind of safety net. You could phone up and say anything you want to say. I'd love to have a conversation with you. I'll have an argument with you if you want. I'll listen to you. But it's entirely up to you. You dictate where this goes. I don't know, maybe you want to talk about the news. You know he had a birthday party? (laughs) You know he had a birthday party as well as all the other parties? Uh, despite the fact there was a cake uh, with uh, candles on and everyone was wearing hats, I, I thought it was a works do. Uh, unbelievable. Hello, caller.
4: Hi, Ian. How are you?
3: I'm okay, thank you. What can I do for you?
4: Yeah, hi. I spoke to you a few times, but I'm supposed to use phrases. Uh, it's Nigel. Uh, I used to uh, talk to you about radio and stuff. Like oh,
3: that. I remember you. Yeah, you were very rude about me a couple of times. How are you doing?
4: I'm I'm good. I'm doing i uh, I'm currently doing a breakfast show in South Yorkshire. Okay. Uh, uh, we're about to launch onto DAB, which is good.
3: Okay. Uh,
4: the reason why I was just <laughs> ringing,
3: <laughs> you heard you heard the comment, right?
4: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And you yeah.
3: just ploughed straight through. Beautiful. I got resp- I have to respect that. <laughs>
4: Well, I was just trying to get to my point. That's of course, you,
3: of course you were, because you have no interest in what I have to say. Carry on. No, no, sorry
4: about that. Sorry about that. Uh no, I wasn't rude to you in the past. You, you I didn't you, mean you. to be rude.
3: Well well, well, well well, that's two different things. First one, I wasn't rude. Second, I didn't mean to be rude. Uh, you you you, you well, It's 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 not funny. You you were rude. A few times. Okay,
4: I apologize.
3: Well you don't but you don't know what that rudeness was. So you don't know what you're apologizing for. Uh, okay, explain. No.
4: All
3: right, <laughs> okay. Okay. If you don't want to explain, that's cool. I, I, I have absolutely no desire to explain. Uh, all, I, all I feel the need to say is you were rude to me on at least two occasions. All right. I think okay. I blocked you on Twitter, didn't I? No, I don't think so. Okay. Fix no, because
4: I get I get your I, I, I do that. get your notifications. <laughs> you're going to block me now, aren't
3: you? <laughs> uh, I can't find you. I'm not that bothered. Right. So. All right. Okay. okay. Right. So. Um. Right. So. Uh, what do you want?
4: Uh, I was just basically ringing about. Uh, you know, you're on Patreon. You paid service thing.
3: I I do know I'm on that, yes.
4: Yeah, we're okay. Uh, I've got a friend of mine who's in in radio, and she's kind of thinking about uh, doing a show that she used to do on a a station, which she's not doing anymore, Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, quite a big station, and uh, she's thinking about looking at moving onto that platform uh, as subscribed listeners, really. So I was just wondering what the experience was like. So when I talked to her next, uh, I can kind of said, oh, I spoke to Ian about it, and he's on Patreon and uh it kind of works really well for me, it, or it's, it's not bad, or, or whatever. She's got quite a big following, and I guess really you need a big following for it to work on Patreon. Yeah? So, she's uh... But she was kind of. She's thinking about move. She used to do a show called Vinyl Revival on on a BBC station. But she's thinking about uh, moving onto the uh, onto a paid subscription. I have service.
3: Catherine and I do this great thing where, for um, just eighty pounds, you can book us for an hour. And pick our brains on podcasting, radio, Patreon, any of those things. Um, she'd be mm. very, very welcome to sign up to that.
4: <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you probably know her anyway. But I probably, step
3: I, I probably don't.
4: Steph first?
3: Um, yeah, the name rings a bell. I don't know her. All
4: oh, right, right, okay. Okay. So uh, no, she was just talking to me over the weekend, and she was talking about bringing this show back and doing it on a pay uh, a pay platform. And she asked me what I was thinking about and uh, what my thoughts. Why, were, why is she I moving?
3: Think, why is she moving her show?
4: Well, uh, she was she was on the BBC, but uh, and then when COVID kicked in, uh, they moved. Like, she was on a Saturday night. Uh, and they moved the schedules, and they brought in a tool. so she late got she got, she got the sack she got the uh, and they just moved her
3: off that so she got yeah. the, she got the sack,
4: yeah, okay so uh but it's a very good format what she does, and she's thinking about bringing it back
3: well she back can phone, she can phone me up <laughs> i don't right, think she, okay. i don't think she's i don't think she's ever been rude to me,
4: right. <laughs> Okay. Well, I didn't mean to be rude.
3: I you, apologize. You Look, well, you, you, well, okay, you did it at least twice, and um, an apology is not an apology if you don't know what you're apologizing for. Okay. Well, can you explain what? Uh, nah.
4: You, nah. No, you don't. Want
3: to. Nah. <laughs> nah. Okay.
4: Not a problem. <laughs> so, anyway, that was all. I was just inquiring about the Patreon thing and how she's it, on
3: Greatest Hits, uh, though, isn't she?
4: She is. She does Saturday nights on Greatest Hits, but okay. she's she's doing a she's doing a thing on a this. Uh, she wants to bring back this show because it obviously uh, it, it did have quite a following and it was quite popular. Well, then she should the
3: do it. Then she should do it.
4: Yeah, so she was just asking me about... Uh, Why would Patreon she ask you really? about
3: it if you don't know anything about it?
4: She was asking just my thought about pay uh, page of use of
3: subscription. Okay. Well, sure, tell her if she, she wants. I thought she saw... A,
0: if she, I think uh, she saw an
4: article she's... in one of the, pr- okay. the press
3: Okay, she papers. has... Okay, there's two things she can do. She can find up the radio show and I will um, talk to her here, or she can book me and Catherine and uh, pay for our time.
4: Hi, okay that's
3: all really okay look all right
4: Ian. well listen have a great show
3: yep oh two oh three two eight six six three seven oh is the telephone number if you want to give me a call um, like I say late 90s vibe you're at home on your own you don't know who's listening um, I have a I my memory is is, is shocking but I do remember some stuff and I do remember when people are rude to me. I, it's always, it's always uh, interesting. So I want to be rude. And then they're just like, Oh, you know, I didn't, I didn't know I was, didn't mean it. Um, I have to make, I've I've got to do my amends. I've, I've I've been a bit lazy with my step eight and nine amends. If you know what that means, you know what that means. If you don't know what it means, you don't know what it means. Um, and I got a long list, 50, 60 people. And some of them are going to be tough. And I'm going to start sending out some emails tomorrow to people that, and, and say, I would, you know, I, I was awful to you and I would love to have the opportunity to meet up and apologize. Now, the people I'm expecting I'm going to write to tomorrow. God, my ears are burning as a direct result. My ears have suddenly gone very, very hot. I'm expecting them to not reply or to reply with abuse. And that's okay. That's a tough thing to send an email to someone expecting to get abuse back. That's a tough thing. And that's what I'm going to be doing tomorrow. There's a couple of people I'm going to email and um, see if. They want to chat. It's very, got to be very careful when you do your step eight and nine. Talk through it with my sponsor. Um, We don't approach people where we think it might be damaging or harmful to them. The couple I'm going to do tomorrow. Um I think it'll be okay. I, in terms of, well, I, I, I don't, I don't think there's going to be any damage or um any harm caused, but, uh, tough, man. It's a tough thing to do. I feel nervous. I feel sick talking about it. But, um... (sighs) Pete has just sent me a tweet. Pete says, when he says Steph Hurst was talking to him the other day, does he mean she asked about it on Twitter? Because she's tweeted about it. Um... Oh, look, Sean Keevney's doing his own thing. Would you pay £4 a month to listen to Sean Keevney? Um, mm, mm, mm. Community going for £4 a month. Oh, look, Sean's going. Where's he going? Is he going to Patreon? I don't know because you've got to subscribe to The Times to find out. You've got to subscribe to The Times to find out. So, where? So, when Nigel was talking to her, she tweeted it. Let's have a look, see if there's any conversation between. Um, doesn't look like Doesn't look like they had what we call an actual conversation. 0203-286-6370 is the telephone number. If you want to give me a call, this is the Ian Lee Pointless Phone. And we're going to try tonight. Um, for the first hour, I want people to call who haven't called me for years. Um, or have only called me a handful of times now you will have just heard the call with nigel and probably be thinking "Ah, i don't want to call him because he's gonna be an ass to me listen if you haven't been rude to me in the past i won't be an ass it it really is as um (laughs) it really is as simple as that um you know that's uh That's not what this is about. But, you know, you've been a dick, you've been a dick, and you're going to get called out for being a dick. This popped up in my playlist. I love this song. The world's going to end on April the 24th. Hey, this guy's good. Oh, Chris Rollins. I see your email, Chris Rollins. I see your email. You're getting a reply. Uh, not now, but you're getting a reply. Here we go. Right. 0203 286 6370. I'm making a rod stewart for my back. By saying for the first hour only. I want people who've never called me, have only called me a few times, haven't called me for a few years. We're we'll Regulars can come on after 11, and I enjoy the regulars. I hope this doesn't sound like in any way a criticism of the regulars. I like them. I like them. I think that some of them are entertaining, and it's nice to talk. And it would be so much easier for me if I just said, okay, anyone can call in now. Because about five people have called in, and I've ignored their calls. It would be so easy for me to go, yeah, 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 come on. Come on, then. It's harder for me to sit here with no calls coming in and it's a dangerous game when you're doing radio proper radio let's just say proper radio um you know talk we had about fifty thousand listeners on a on a good week right and we would I mean we got more phone calls than any other uh, any other show on the station they would come to us and ask us how do you do it but um it's some. I can't remember. the. It's something like 0.01% of the audience calling. Can someone do the maths? 50,000 listeners and 20 calls a night. What, what is that percentage? Hello, caller. Oh,
0: hello,
3: Ian. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you very much indeed. How many times have you called me in the past 20 years, please?
0: Uh, see, I was just doing a check. I was wondering if I was a regular or
3: not. A regular? A regular, said, uh, regular yeah, yeah. Regular. Well... Or, well, talk to me. How many times have you called me in the past 20 years?
0: Um, it's all kind of one-ended, though. I've listened to you for a long time. I've only really called on Radio Anywhere.
3: Probably about four times. You've only ever called on Radio Anywhere? Mm. Are you never called any of that? Oh, do you know what? You're welcome. Come in. I, I, I lower my um, mace, the weapon, not the spray, and I, wel- <laughs> I welcome you into the Radio Anywhere chat lounge. Let's have a chat oh, in, in the lounge.
0: Oh, you're, you're too kind. I had a boring radio question, actually.
3: Oh, my God. Is this Anorak special tonight?
0: <laughs> it's just something I've always wanted. I've never wanted
3: to call Mystery mm, Hour. my God. So a- yeah, Mystery Hour is bullshit. <laughs> Don't call that as rubbish. The guy that does it is a, is a loser. He's not. He's a really nice guy. He's been very, very helpful to me. Um, so, uh, James, if if you, if you someone clips that first bit and plays it to you, someone else had better clip this bit and play it to him. Otherwise, it's, I'm going to be in big, big trouble. <laughs> yes, what can I answer? My bond is my word. Bond. If you say bond, um, bond in Hindi, I think it means ass. So you can get a big laugh by going to India or Pakistan and going James Bond. Because uh, it means James' ass. Anyway, carry it's on, a, please. It's a long way to go for the laugh, but it's a you know, good any, laugh. Anything. It's a big. Here's the thing: if you're going to do a joke, do a joke properly. Travel d- d- three thousand <laughs> miles to make that joke work. That's what I say. Your question. Good on you. Your question. My,
0: my question is: my question
3: is, Ian, why is there um, not a watershed on radio? Um, because. Uh, I did know this. Let me, hang on, uh, hold the line caller. Let me just think. Um, oh, I think that the, the argument was because um, people, it's easier to list. It was easier at the time to listen to the radio at any time. You'd have the watershed. I think the watershed on TV was nine o'clock. So before nine o'clock, and it's it's kind of a little bit fluid now. It's, it's significantly different. But in the old days, 20 years ago, before nine o'clock, you wouldn't get any swearing or anything sexual. After nine o'clock, they would assume that the kids were in bed. And so, you know, anything went. Um, and I think that, that 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 doesn't apply to radio because kids would have radios in their bedroom. And could kind of sneak. So, radio is in theory kind of cleaner than TV all the time. There are some exceptions. I have heard the C word on Radio 4 at two o'clock in the afternoon during a play. Oh. I- the C word. Um, and th- th- the argument would be that it's Radio 4, it's artistic. And people will know that the Radio Four plays might be of an adult nature. That's how they get away with it, right? And it's a bit of a long way to go for a kid to get their kicks since
0: it, it, Radio Four. It really to hear is. The C ball. It's
3: a bit desperate. Um, whenever we had a swear word on the radio, like like a like an F or a, um, we had a C. Oh my God! When I was at LBC um, and I was doing straight to air one night. Um, It was someone phoned up and said, Ian, you're a C, 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 C. And they just kept saying the C word, right? Now, we had a dump button. So he got to about five or six Cs, and I pressed the dump button and cut him off. Now, what the dump button should do is stop the last seven seconds being broadcast. So I'm sat there thinking, gosh, we got away with that. And then we start getting phone calls from people saying, "Uh, you know, that last caller said the C word six times. And we're like, what? And what had happened, it was the early days of DAB, and the dump button had dumped it on FM, so people on FM didn't hear it, <laughs> but people on DAB heard it. Oh, my God. And what I would always do, if someone swore, shit, you know, or a bollocks, you kind of ignore it, but an F or, or something heavier, um, I would always do, like, quite a big involved apology for the language, because that's what I'd been taught to do. But then I listened to Alan Bezik, And um, he had this kid phoning up swearing, and he just doesn't even acknowledge it. He just moves on and doesn't acknowledge it. So a lot of it is based around context. I've never had an Ofcom upheld, because um, Ofcom have always known what my show is and known that there is a slightly risky element to it. And I can't remember what this has got to do with your first question.
0: It was interesting, though. I've just started listening to Alan Bezik.
3: Yeah? Go on.
0: I, I'm just, I think I'm still early days with it. That seems quite rude yeah. to people that seem uh, particularly mentally ill.
3: <laughs> so, um, so sometimes I'm just not 100% sure <laughs> if, if, it's a, if I should be enjoying it or not. Well, that, and, enjoying, enjoying is, a, is a very strong word. That I wouldn't necessarily apply to it. The thing about Alan is he treats everyone the same which is kind mm-hmm. of a tough thing to do. Uh, uh, he treats everyone the same if they are mentally challenged uh, or, or not. And, I mean, here's the thing. If someone tuned into a, a talk radio show of mine and heard me speaking to uh, Alan Caddick or Nigel from Maidstone and they, yeah. did, they didn't know the history of it, they might come away with the same impression that you've come away with with Alan. And it's, mm, it's mm. important to remember there is a history that they will have had a relationship that's developed for a long time and that you hearing him talk to, all right, kid, how you doing? You know, aliens, uh, they took my testicles, that guy, <laughs> can't remember that guy's name. That's not, uh, is that Gary? I can't remember his name. And you hear that for the first time, you might think, Jesus, that's a bit harsh. But if you take it in the context of all of the calls that they've had over the past I don't know, eight years, it's not quite so hard. You know, People, I, I would tell Nigel to shut up and listen, and we'd get people complaining about that, but they don't know the history. You don't You don't know the history is, I guess, what I'm trying to say.
0: Okay, well, yeah, I am enjoying it. Thanks, Ian. Oh, okay. Can I be a regular now?
3: Um, yep, yeah, you can never call again. 0203 286 6370. Darren Day is following me. I just sent Darren Day a message. I I met Darren Day years and years ago, 2003, 19 years ago, right? He came on Rise. And he seemed like a really nice lad. And, of course, he's had his ups and downs and all of that. And it looks like he's absolutely sorted now. And I just sent him a message saying, I hope you're all right, Darren. You just popped into my thoughts. And uh, he's followed me. He's not replied, but he's followed me. I like Darren Day. I hope he's all right. I do hope he's all right. You know, he had a rough old ride, and I do hope he's all right. 0203-286-6370 is the telephone number, if you want to give me a call. For the first hour tonight, new and newish callers, if you've only called a handful of times, um, if you haven't called for a long time, why don't you make tonight the night that you, um, you phone up? 203 is the phone number. I wonder what we got. I don't really want to play. I'm in a chatty mood tonight. I don't really want to play songs, so I'm, I'm kind of hoping you'll call in. Like this person. Hello, caller.
2: Hi, Ian. It's me. I haven't spoken to you for ages.
3: Okay, I don't know who you are, but it's nice to speak to you.
2: <laughs> so I I used to speak to you when you were at um, LBC and talk radio, and yeah, and I just haven't spent you phrases. and I was just watching Couple Therapy on BBC Two.
3: Oh, now, I've heard good things and about I this.
2: I of you. It's, do you know what I really enjoy? It's, it's a bit uncomfortable, yep. but that's to be expected, but I really enjoyed it, and I just wondered if you'd watched it. I appreciate now you've said you've I haven't, you haven't watched it, I think you should.
3: I'm, go- I've, I'm going to. I've, I've had a few people recommend it. To- it's real couples having therapy, right?
2: I think it is. Yeah. I've, I've actually recorded the last couple of episodes and I finally watched it this evening, so I need to sort of play catch-up a little bit on iPlayer. But I actually thought it was really, it, it, as I say, it was uncomfortable. You yeah. know, there was a kind of, gosh, ooh, but I actually thought the counsellor was very good. Yeah. And just sort of, I think it's that reflective thing, you know, because she's not really saying that much. But she's almost saying enough to get both people to stop and actually just try and see things from the other person's perspective, even though they don't agree with it. But I think that has to be the goal. So,
3: uh, That's couple, it. Couples therapy That's is fascinating. Expect. And I, 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 I want to learn about it. I don't know if I want to do couples therapy. Actually, I do want to do couples therapy. Have I tell, a go. I'll tell you why. You got. You've, I have to do a special module. Because I want to watch the theatre of it. I want to see Right. Two people going, that's not what, that's not what happened and you know it. Yes. That's what I want to see. And that's exactly what
2: happened this evening. And it was, it was fascinating. Yeah. I mean, obviously quite sad in a way, but fascinating. And she said at one stage, the lady, I can't even remember her name. It's a bit embarrassing, but she sort of said at one stage, listen, there is no point in you guys arguing about, oh, it happened six months ago. No, it wasn't. It was five months ago. No, it wasn't. It was definitely. Yeah. You're never going to win that argument. It's never going to get you anywhere. So let's look at why it is. What's underneath that argument? Mm. And, you know, and it, and it just, it's it's almost obvious when, when she says things, but clearly when you're in the moment and you hate that person that's sitting next to you on the couch and you're so angry and upset yep. and all those things, those emotions are so raw and they're so there and clear. Mm. It's, it's, it's really odd because it's so sort of personal and you sort of, you really feel like you're intruding and, and on, yeah, something so real and, and raw.
3: One of the, um, I have now done a heady, let me work this out, 15 hours of working as a counsellor. I've done a whole 15 hours. And it is every now and then. I mean, it's still very, very early days. Uh, But I will be sat there and think, holy shit, this person thinks I that I know what I'm doing. <laughs> they, they think I know what I'm doing, and I don't. Yeah. And actually, I yeah. do I do know what I'm doing. The, the thing about being a counsellor, which you may have noticed from this, I don't know if you've been in counselling, but the, but you may have noticed from this is the thing about being a counsellor is to do kind of nothing. It's just being That's there right. and, and hearing right. them. It's just being there That's and hearing that. them and reflecting back to them and trying yeah. – the thing I do in my counselling, in my mo- modality, is to follow the feeling. So they'll say, oh, my yeah. God, we had this, this – big fight. Okay, well what was the feeling in that fight? Yeah. Well, I hated him. Well, that's not a feeling. What's can we follow the feeling? That's what it's about. But you yeah. I, I mean, I was sat I'm not going to reveal anything, but I was sat in counseling today with with a new client. And um they they told me something incredible. And then they said okay. they said I've never told anyone that in my life. Oh gosh. And it was and well, I what thought What did you do? Um I I did you sort of got. Well, uh, well I <laughs> no, I, I didn't <laughs> go, oh, what, what the hell? Well, that's what <laughs> I mean. I mean, that's the thing is you learn to As sit there. you can't there. do. <laughs> yeah. inside, inside, I wasn't today, but inside I've been thinking, oh, my God, oh, my God. And all I yeah. do is nod and thank them okay. for bringing it into the room. Ah, uh, that's cool. Yeah. It's amazing what people will tell you when they think you know what you're doing. It's It really is yeah. uh, powerful shiz, man.
2: It's incredibly powerful, but I think that's the thing. It, to me, and and having sort of been through counselling for quite for, for a couple of years, okay. so, I think I think to me, it's <clears throat> I, well. I'm sort of imagining the counsellor almost sitting there with the most precious thing in their in their hands, you know, um, and they've got to really look after that. It's... And because once it's out there, mm-hmm. you can't sort of take it back, you know. So once it's out there, you've got to sort of really. We'll just take care of it, I suppose. And, yeah,
3: and it's so special. And It's special is the word. It's a privilege. It's a privilege to hear the stuff that I'm being told, especially when someone says, I've never told anyone about that before. And they might not have told them, often because they're ashamed or because they're afraid or because they've never, as kids, you know, their parents have, have always said, shut up, don't, you know, suck it all up. Yeah. And um, it is, it, it, all like you know, it's a privilege. And to have it happen, especially in the first session, means I'm yeah. doing the right, I, I am creating an environment where a yeah. stranger feels safe that they can tell me that's anything. That's right. It's magic. That's right. It's magic. And surely that's, in a way, I, I was going to say
2: that's what matters, that's obviously not true, but that is enormous. Yeah, You know, and you sort of saying, oh, my God, but I don't quite know what I'm doing because, you know, I've not had like 20 years experience. In a way, that doesn't quite matter because I think if you've got the basics, as you say, it's about feelings. It's about, you know, being because if you can create that environment just with one session or two sessions or whatever. Yeah. I just think that's amazing. For people, as you say, who've never opened up before. Yeah.
3: That's quite phenomenal the trick one of the tricks i had to learn and i was thinking about today actually that i'm i'm so much better at it is is when i started the course i would do as the counselor I, it would be like i was doing an interview because that's what i've done for the okay. last 20 years so i would keep asking questions and the teachers can do less do less yes. do less and yes. finally I've kind of got it. In the real world, I'm still talking a bit too much because I'm a little bit nervous, but it's I've got it. It's going
2: to take a while. Yeah,
3: I, yeah. I, don't, I, I have to do very, very little. I just have yes. to, to sit there.
2: Because the other thing is, I mean, and I can understand because, as you say, that's kind of what you've done for years. Yeah. But I think the other thing is, if you're if you're talking and asking questions, you're almost you're going to make that person close up or yeah. you're going to lead them down a particular Leading road. Leading is the thing. thing you've
3: got to be careful. Which
2: of. you don't want to do. But I imagine, as you say, just to sit there and sort of nod politely yeah. and not say anything is actually quite difficult.
3: Yeah. And sitting with not the silence. Not to show emotion. Yeah, oh, Sitting gosh. with the silence. Ooh, I str- at, at college, I can do it easily. In the real world, I still struggle with that sitting with the silence thing. Yeah. That's a tough one.
2: It's so... It's so Oh, it's, it's 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 powerful, but it's awkward. Um, yeah. But I think it's. I although I used to hate it, I think it's necessary. Yeah. I really do.
3: There's a I film. Really do. Have you seen the film? I think it's called The Sound of Metal,
1: and it's no. a, it's
3: about a drummer who goes deaf. Okay. Oh God! So, I can't remember the, the guy's name in it. He's a really good actor. Such a good film. And um, he goes deaf, and he, he tries to fix it. He has all these operations and stuff, and he doesn't want to live with being deaf. Deaf. Okay. And um, like he goes to this sort of deaf commune to learn sign yeah. language and stuff. And the guy says to him via sign language, uh, "Why are you so scared of the silence? That's where God okay. lives. That's where God lives." And it's that is some line. And you take the word God out, but in the silence. That's yeah. where it's all happening, man. That, it's 100%. all happening in the silence. I love it.
2: Very much. And the thing is then, you know, when, with that silence, if you've got the balls, as it were, to leave that silence alone and not curtail it sort of early, yeah. you're going to get something from that person. Yeah, yeah. Because even if you get nothing in terms of even if they don't say anything, you've got something. yeah. You know, whether they break down in tears, whether they get angry, whether, you know, you've got something. mm yeah, that you can then sort of pursue i suppose
3: it's um, but it's
2: fascinating
3: it is i'm gonna watch this show i've, I've got a bit f- i think i'm kind of free. i've got to do this can i but i think i'm kind of free this weekend once i've done that work so i'm gonna i'm gonna get a couple of those in because i've heard really really good things. they're only them.
2: half an hour Beautiful. as well so you can you know yeah super short but definitely right. because it, yeah it just be really interesting
3: brilliant to, to thank hear. you so much yes, thank you so good. much for calling
2: you're very welcome and thank you for the for the show because i really
3: quite enjoy it all right speak to you again soon take care thank you bye bye -bye. well this is working out delightfully i've got another 15 minutes of just kind of new new newish callers people that haven't called me for a long time uh riz ahmed that's his name sound of metal is excellent says roger roger it is it is some film so it's about a heavy metal drummer going deaf uh, okay. It's not. It's about one man finding out um, who he is and um, what life is about and what love is about and what beauty is about. And it's, it's absolutely stunning. This is what beauty is about. The
5: world's
0: going to end on April the 24th. Hey, this guy's good.
3: Oh, 0203286... Oh, 6370 is the telephone number if you want to give me a call. Another 10 minutes of just taking newish, newer people that haven't called too much in the past. I've got to say thank you to all of our patrons. Thank you, Patreons. The show is happening tonight because of our wonderful sponsors. I'm going to mention them in a minute. But also because of our Patreons. Um, if you are a Patreon, £6.66 and above, you're getting two paywalled shows a week that you can only see and hear. If you're a 666 plus VAT patron. And that also pays for these two Radio Anywhere shows that I do as well. And if the patrons go down, first thing that's going to go, Tuesday show. Keeps going down. The second thing that's going to go is Monday show. And we'll be down to two paywall shows a week. So um, if you're listening for free, that's great. You're very welcome to. Um, You could help by going and downloading the podcast. We get a few pennies from that. But if you are listening for free, would you consider... Going to patreon.com slash Ian and Catherine, I A I N, and Catherine with a K, and just having a look at the tears I'm just going to have a look at www.patreon.com slash Ian and Catherine. I'm just tweeting the link um, because it helps the show survive. So thank you very much indeed for everyone who's joined us on Patreon. Hello, caller.
5: Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, it's Matty. Hello, Matty. Um, that last call has sort of let uh, me think about things about therapy. Okay. If you remember, do you remember when I called you like sort of July time and talked about my
3: therapist? Oh, was this the one that was like an anti-vaxxer or something? Yes, Holy shit, was. I was thinking about you today. Really? Yeah, I, why, why was I thinking about you today oh i tell I got you an anti therapist no I, I did have i tell you why i tell you why it was either today or yesterday i'm a member of a few counseling forums on facebook and there was a post about what would you do if your client said they hadn't had the vaccine and were an anti-vaxxer would you still see them and i thought oh Ooh. that reminds me that and that's why I, th- I thought of you i think it was yesterday i saw it and that's why you popped into my head how lovely to hear from you again
5: hmm well i i, I would give you an update um yes so i did write a complaint yeah um and they were they, literally the complaint is still processing by the bacp oh, it's ye. been
3: like jesus it's been like seven months now oh I that's think. outrageous was it seven months ago we spoke
5: yeah i think well I, yeah i think wow. it was it was, about, it, it was about sort of july july time if happened. you'd
3: have asked me i'd have said three months that's incredible yeah um have you chased them up
5: yeah I do uh, like the last sucks. chase I got was in december um sort of so yeah they're just like, oh yeah, it's just taking time, and it's like yeah, it's not the best, but um I mean, I've got a better therapist now, obviously um,
3: okay yeah. how how are you getting on um with the new therapist
5: yeah it's it's i mean it's 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 much better, it's interesting when you see sort of the different types of therapy that two different therapists do, like he's a completely different person. So obviously the other guy, whilst also being an Angie max did have good sides and stuff. Like it's just completely yeah, it's a completely different sides. For for those the who weren't who,
3: who who didn't hear this, this was um, uh, he was an anti vaxxer which you know is is kind of okay, I guess. But if if one keeps it to oneself as a therapist, but didn't he like start the whole like ten minutes of the session going on about yeah. the vaccine is poison and the government are uh, you forcing yeah. it down us and all of that stuff, which is yeah, completely inappropriate. Yeah, I mean
5: it was. It was there was a couple of there was a couple of other. I mean the 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 main bit was him like, it was the highs how he is and it was him then saying oh, I'm really annoyed and the government and you know he he knows someone that's ill because of the vaccine. Um, that specifically was a bit that was like oh my god this is inappropriate. But then there was like other bits when I sort of discussed about what I thought about masks and things like that and my anxiety around it. Yes, that was
3: um, and that he was. It.
5: Yeah, and he he sort of said, "Oh, there's this website. You know, <laughs> this is where you can find the true facts." I can't remember the website. I really
3: dot bullshit dot com is yeah um, probably yeah, where it was. But, um, but that, that is. Was... Hey, listen, you know, a, a, a therapist can have any political view or social view. I'm not quite sure what anti-mask, anti-vaccine fits in. That they want, yeah, but it can't come into the room. It can't no. come into the room, and it certainly can't be a lecture at the start of therapy and then after 10 minutes going, okay, well, what would you like to talk about today? That is that is yeah. outrageous. That is dangerous. That is completely unethical. And I'm really yeah, disappointed yeah, and sorry for you that the BACP, who I am a member of, um, yeah. are being so shit. That's, that's lousy. That's lousy. Yeah.
5: It is. And I'll send another uh, try chasing email. But yeah.
3: Well, chase it if you want. Or yeah. I feel, if, I mean, yeah, if you want to let it go, let it go. It's whatever works for you. I would suggest don't give yourself any more stress. If it, if you're finding it stressful, consider maybe parking it. You know, mm. it's whatever works for you. You don't have to go out and get this guy the sack or or get this guy told off or whatever. That's not your responsibility. Your responsibility no. is to look after you and mm-hmm. whatever that takes. Yeah, yeah.
5: Well, yeah. No, I um, I, I kind of want. Well, it's also you know what other other clients you know if someone is in yeah. a certain situation it could be really damaging oh god yeah um, yeah i mean for me it does like it's something that i just sometimes think about in in anger um that that kind of thing
3: happened but
5: yeah so someone else could be in a much more vulnerable state and that's someone like that
3: should not be no he should not be practicing
5: no um but yeah apparently i mean the, the last update they gave their um sort of opinion on it apparently they gave their report or something right um
3: how are you yeah. do how are you doing now
5: yeah i'm good i'm good generally like i mean trying to keep away from the news and all that stuff but generally you know
3: going on whatever. i was at my kids my eldest had a concert a school concert and i went and it was Ooh. so much it was great and they were all, it was like a big, it was like a big Phil Spector wall of sound, right? So they all played yeah. together, like 60 kids, they all played together. And it was actually, it was really, really good. Um, and then some kids got up and did a solo, right? So there's this oh. one guy on the piano. There was a one guy on a tuba, euphonium. Um, and they were like, you know, doing the kind of typical stuff. And then, then this kid got up and he played back in black by acd no he played highway to hell that was it he, oh wow he played highway to hell by acdc and he was brilliant he was 12 and i'm thinking what the fudge and then That's this awesome. this other kid got up and played a medley of like um, rock songs and he played um, uh, he played nirvana he played the eagles he played led zeppelin <laughs> i'm thinking these That's are 12 so years cool. it was brilliant man and they were really no. the, the AC/DC kid in particular was wow he was voilà just perfect wow yeah. that's that's awesome knowing that the younger's still <laughs> know that sort of cool music it was the very cool stuff. yeah it was very i thought gosh okay and then there was um and it was a full band and there was like trumpets and cellos and guitars and all of this and they had drums and they had a bass player and mm. the teacher went um the, the steve the original bass player has had to pull out because of COVID. Because, t- so Tony is stepping in, and this is twelve-year-old kid with a fretless, fretless bass, and he just stuck both thumbs up at the audience. I thought, yes, man, this is what I want. This is brilliant. Very, yeah, good. that's awesome.
5: I mean, I used to work at a school. Yeah, um, I used to do sort of like uh, the, tech- the techie stuff. Yeah, uh, like filming concerts and things. And oh, like, okay. yeah, it's insane. Like the amount of that kids that have such great uh, talent yeah. in, that, in
0: that regard. Yeah,
3: fantastic. So cool. Hey, Matty, nice to talk to you, man. I'm glad, you I know, did. I'm glad you're, you you found someone you can work with. That's really, really good yeah. news. cool. All right, nice one, man. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Doesn't Matty, regular listeners, doesn't Matty um, sound a lot like Ollie, who... Uh, Used to call us. And of course, I'm trying to. Yes. Who's the. Who is it, it, what's going on? Doesn't it? Doesn't it, though? Doesn't it? Hey, this guy's good. I got some bad news for you. The world's going to end on April the 24th. Just put that in your diaries, guys, because it's
0: coming. Of the day. That's
3: some song, right? That's The Who. That's The Who. The Who are such a strange band. Um, I, the Who. I, I, the Who are, um, <laughs> I don't think the Who are that good. I don't think the Who are that good. Um, I think they got some brilliant songs, but I just no. What do I mean by the don't? I think the Who are inconsistent. What do you care what I think about the bloody Who? I think the Who are inconsistent and never quite achieved their full potential. That's what I think. 0203-286-6370 is the telephone number if you want to give me a call. Anyone can call me now. You can hear the tumble dryer because while The Who was playing, I remembered I had some wet sheets in the washing machine and I needed to put them in the tumble dryer. This is the kind of rock and roll lifestyle that I am leading. This is the rock and roll lifestyle I am leading. Um, Yeah, real rock and roll. So we've got another, well, the thing about doing this show is I can knock off early if I want, isn't it? I can knock off early if I want, or I can stay and, and see what happens. It's kind of up to you now. Everyone is welcome to call. Thank you for the new and newish callers. Everyone is welcome to give me a call now. 0203-286-6370. Here's some news. A week ago, I didn't own any jock straps. Today, I own two that escalated quickly. I'm getting a vasectomy um, in about a month. Less than about three weeks I'm getting a vasectomy. And you need tight pants to cup your balls. There's an image for you. And so I got um, a jock strap, but I, I don't think it's tight enough. So I bought a slightly smaller one. It's got to be tight to cup your balls Uh, it is going to hurt my balls and you need to have them cupped quite tight. So, um,
6: there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
3: Yeah. So I've got two jock straps now. Um, I'm going to be honest. They are. Some people find right. I'm going to do a massive generalization that's probably really offensive. Okay? Are we okay? At least I'm not John Gaunt on GB News, and we'll do it in a second. Hello, Carla.
0: Happy birthday, Mr. Prime Minister. Happy birthday, Mr. Prime Minister. Jesus Christ. Happy birthday, Boris Johnson. Happy birthday, Mr. Prime Minister
3: that is the grossest thing i've ever heard in my life there are some people that find jock straps very very sexy and from what little i know i think there is is it am i right that this is like a kink amongst the gay community jock straps because fucking hell i look aw- i look awful in them i haven't tried on the smaller one the, i i don't get <laughs> I I don't get a lot of other people's fetishes. Oh, hello. Uh, Microsoft did not find any threats since your last summary. That's brilliant. Um, I I mean, there's a lot of fetishes I don't get, and I'm sure a lot of you would not get my little kinks, uh, or some of them anyway. So that's the way it goes. But man alive, I have never looked less sexy than when I looked at myself wearing a jock strap for the first time in my life. It was a thoroughly unpleasant experience. <laughs> on that bombshell, 0203-286-6370. Let me do a few of our sponsors, if you don't mind. If you want to sponsor, advertise on the show. Very, very simple. £75 a week. You get at least one live read a week during the show. You also get adverts made for you, proper adverts. Um, they'll get played throughout the day, probably get a couple of them. And you get one tweet a week to my 96,000 followers. It's 75 quid a week, 300 quid a month, dead simple. If you email radio at live, radio at live, and we can have a chat about it. It's cheap and it's simple. First cab off the rank tonight is solutions.com I'm on their website now, and I'm watching them um work in an office, it looks like. is li- I, don't, I don't think this video is live, because if it is, it's taking James a long time to write stuff down on that whiteboard. Summers uh, waste management. They, they manage your waste in the most cost-effective and professional manner. They're good people as well. Oh, by the way, this is the only radio station where you can stop the adverts by calling in. Your phone calls are by far the most important thing. 0203 2866370. Sorry, I've got terrible indigestion. Oh, one thing I learnt today... Never have a latte before seeing a client because you can spend the whole time burping and having indigestion. SomersWasteSolutions.com, S-O-M-E-R-S, Waste WasteSolutions.com. They manage your waste in the most cost-effective and professional manner. They specialize in toxic, toxic, hazardous, clinical waste. So if you're like a big hospital or some kind of medical organization or a huge business, they can definitely, definitely sort you out and help you. Okay, Um, and they also work with their clients to achieve 100 percent diversion from landfill. They are ecological. Is that the word? But also, if you're just one person and you want to skip, you want to skip, go to sommerswaysolutions.com because um, skips are a pain in the backside to sort out. And they will sort all of it out for you, the permits and everything. Sommerswaysolutions.com. Katia on the Twitter says, I don't know what straps look like, and I don't want to Google them, but I'm going to Google them. KreastCards.com. <laughs> I love those guys at creasedcards.com. It's, you know, Moonpig and all of that stuff. Forget them. They're rubbish. This is a much smaller, independent business that give you the personal uh, uh, approach. They will even... At creasedcards.com, they will even handwrite the cards for you. That, for me, is the selling point. If that wasn't enough, if you use the code RADIO, you get 15% off. RADIO, 15% off Um, uh, if you go to creasedcards.com. Let me pick one more advertiser. 34sp.com. They're giving you a UK domain name for a quid. I know loads of you have used 34sp.com because they told me that loads of people have mentioned this show. Thank you very much indeed. Um, A UK domain name for a quid. They also have, 34sp.com, also have the best uh, customer service that you could possibly, 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 possibly find. Right? Um, they are just superb. All of my websites are them, Ian com, radio at radio anywhere, live, Ian and com. They are all um Hosted by 34SP.com. Sorry, I'm getting distracted because I want to play um, um, this song. One, two, three, four, five, six. Can yes. Oh, is the telephone number if you want to give me a call. Anyone can call now. The last, I don't know, 40 minutes, half an hour of the show. Oh, I should say, after the show... Um, There is um, a great show by regular listener, regular contributor to um, The Late Night Alternative, uh, Paul Twist. And my mind has gone completely, completely blank because... I cannot think of the name of the person that is Jack Somebody, isn't it? It's Jack Somebody, but I can't remember the name. Um, and they bought a slot. They bought a slot. And by the way, the buying of the slots is going to end next week, dear listener. Next week. Um, but they bought a slot, and it's really great, kind of. It, it, well, it's indie music, but indie music is not what indie music used to be when I think of indie music. It was really good. There was a they played a band called Super Crush. And the first song he played. Um, by the the Hello Babies or Cloud Fever. Something like that. I don't know the name. It's great. It's a really, really good show. You ain't going to fall asleep to it. You ain't going to fall asleep to it. But it's a really, really good show. And I, I, I hope you, some of you stick around after this nonsense and um, have a listen. Oh, by the way, we got a new Patreon while I was talking. Thank you. Thank you so much to... Who is it? What's his name? Let's find it. Andrew Chapman. Thank you, Andrew Chapman. You're our new Patreon, patreon.com slash Ian and Catherine. So this was unexpected. Um, I thought the first hour would be tough to get phone calls. And then once I lifted the barrier, the second hour would be easy to get phone calls. Oh, my goodness. It's gone the other way. And that's okay. I did mean to ask at the start of the show, how are you feeling? And that's a genuine question. Um, My anxiety has been up and down. Crazy. And it's been worrying about real things, having to buy a new car, my old car being part X'd when there was a fault with it, all of this stuff. That got sorted out. and, And now it's about this essay. And that will get sorted out. And then it will be about I need to get 100 hours and write a case study if I want to do my exam in August. And I don't actually think I'm going to have the 100 hours or have the case study written by August. So I have to postpone um, passing my my college, you know, qualifying, graduating till February. That's the next time you get to do the exam. And I've kind of accepted that. I was disappointed, but I have kind of accepted the it will be February of next year, that I'm not going to qualify in August. And that's okay. That's okay. But my anxiety has been through the roof. And it's funny, talking about the essay, I can feel the knot in my stomach growing. Mm. Just, just talking about the essay. And it's very peculiar. Part of it is I don't know what. Part of it is because every second of every day, it feels like it's taken up. Part of it is just exhaustion with this COVID stuff. I'm so tired of it. I was talking about going to my kids' concert, and there's 70 12-year-olds, and they're all wearing masks for the concert. And that broke my heart. Listen, I, I think wearing masks is great. I'm not in any way saying, hey, we shouldn't be wearing masks. But the image of it broke my heart. That 70 kids all wearing masks they were singing wearing a mask they took them off to play the the, the, you know the blowy instruments but I just thought oh my god what world have we created for my kids what is going on here so that was sad and also this bullshit with the government really is oh it's wearing isn't it it's so wearing and depressing that Wealth and privilege. They're pissing on us, aren't they? They're all pissing on us. Boris Johnson, um, his partner, Nadine Dorries, um, Rob Fabricant. They're all pissing on us and laughing. Did you see that? I I saw a bit of it. There's like an advert. Have I got this right? There's an advert. Who's the guy in charge of of travel? There's an advert with him sat on a train. Let me find this advert, right, and play it to you. Hang on. Um, Train. It's about train announcements, right? It's the most, and I only saw a bit of it, and I didn't hear it. I was reading the subtitles. Uh, Leave that. Yes. Try it. Um, Here we go. Grant Shapps. Listen hey, to this, video, this advert. I'm going to show you Not this 2.4. Shut up. I think you didn't make that much money from Bitcoin. Here we go. Listen to this.
2: Phone or personal stereo. Here we go.
3: It's go the beginning of this, right? This is an advert from the Department of Transport. If
2: you are using a mobile phone or personal stereo, please consider other passengers by keeping volume levels low. Your attention, please. So this is a man
3: holding a, a newspaper weather, on a train.
2: Extra care whilst on the station. Service update from the control room. There is currently a good service running on the line.
3: If you travel by train... Paper drops, it's Grant Shapps. Paper drops, it's Grant Shapps. You've probably heard some of these messages. Time and again, repeated over and over. Well, some messages are clearly important, but others just state the obvious. Do we really need to be told to put our newspapers in the bin or that the weather outside is inclement? Passengers just need to be... Treated as grown-ups and be able to use their common sense. Stop having parties when people are dying. Sorry, carry on. Because train travel should be a chance to relax, read a book. Maybe you had parties when people were dying. Sorry, carry catch on. Catch up on some work or even take a nap. So we've reviewed the messages that are played on the Tanoi system. And where they had nothing but noise and irritation, we're removing huh? them. What the f... What? All part of the William Shapps plan to improve our... The William Shapps plan, wasn't he, didn't he play Kirk? William Shapps. So he's Shapps. Who's Williams?
2: Customers are requested to please be aware. This is the last of the pointless announcements you will be hearing. Thanks for traveling.
3: What the fudge? That is, what? That is what your government is focusing on? Getting rid of announcements on trains—that is worse than I thought it was. I only saw a bit of it and read the subtitles. The Grant Shapps plan is to get rid of announcements on trains that are unnecessary. I'm going to be honest, right? I've been on. Tra- I like going on trains when I can afford it. The announcements. I've never even noticed them. I've never even noticed. I've noticed that 150,000 people are dead and the, um, the government let sick people into care homes and killed you know, loads of people in care homes. And I noticed that when we had a lockdown um, and people couldn't go to funerals, I noticed that, the, that Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister, was having a birthday party. I've never noticed that there are too many announcements on a train. And yet, the Williams-Shaps Alliance thinks that's the most important thing that we need to focus on as a nation and they need to address as a government. Fudge it. Fudging hell. We, We are, through the looking glass, right, this stuff is insane. Why? What? Why is that even a thing? What about energy bills? Can you not do so? I, do, what, I tell you, can you not make the train tickets cheaper, Williams Shaps Alliance? Could you not do that? Trains are inexpensive. Could you not make. I tell you what, let, let them do adverts. Let them do adverts over the Tannoy and give us cheaper tickets, please. Thank you. Excuse me. Hello, caller. What what about the deaf people
7: who get on trains? Pardon? What about the deaf people who get on trains? How will (laughs) they know what the right stop is if they're no longer doing announcements? Have the the Shaps-Williams Alliance thought
3: of that? Why would deaf people need to hear the announcements? Well, because when they would not know what time to get up and get to the door. Yes,
7: you know this train is departing London Victoria def- and is now you- arriving at Manchester Piccadilly are you me.
3: talking about blind people yes <laughs> The world's going to end on April the 24th. 0203 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You're very, very welcome to. This is the Ian Lee pointless phone-in, and it really is pointless. Nothing is going to change. Very little will be achieved, if anything. Um, we begin this and we end this exactly the same way. No one is moved in any form whatsoever. Hello, caller. Hello, Ian. Hello, Pete. How are you doing?
0: Um...
7: I, I'm I'm all right. This, I mean, I'll be honest. I'm in a place where I know I'd love to. I've got a load of stuff I'd love to unload, but I can't for various. Yeah, you know. I
3: think I know those various reasons.
7: Yeah. yeah. Um. So instead, now we've started to enter kind of late night political phone territory. Sure. I want to talk about the BBC. Okay. I. I'm really, it, you know, I I feel like I, I'm a disappointment to a lot of my friends in that, you know, a lot of my friends are quite sort of bothered by a lot of issues-based stuff, and I don't tend to get very involved or passionate about these things. But the BBC and the whole defunding thing, or, or sort of you know scrapping the license fee, is the one is the one kind of big political issue that really gets me head up. Go on. It, it just, it seems incredible to me that, I mean, I've got a lot of otherwise sort of right-thinking friends and acquaintances who, at this point in time, are quite happy to suggest that we should be scrapping the license fee and going to Various other models, you know, people who would otherwise be kind of in favour of making sure everything's kind of public funded, etc. And but when it comes to the BBC, you now oh, we we pay a lot for that, don't we? Let's let's just can't they just do that on a on a subscription model, or can't they have commercials? And I mean, the, there's, so, there's so many good arguments against. I mean, you know, a subscription model would just, either way, really, would just destroy the BBC in terms of what it can offer.
3: The drip, drip, drip has worked. Yeah. It's worked.
7: Yeah, I mean, this is, well, this, this is the problem, you know. It's got to a point where everything the BBC does is so scrutinised. Whenever, whenever they make a mistake, it's, it's biased it's not it's not a mistake it can't be a mistake it's bias and you know you've got mm-hmm. half of half seemingly sort of half of social media thinking it's too too right wing half of social media thing it's too left wing and in theory you, you you'd look at those and go well they must be doing it right so, I mean you know they've made stupid stupid decisions over the last few years like I can't there's some of those that you know I, I can't defend. Even the most staunch defender of the BBC has to go, yeah. And things like um some of the the way that Gislaine Maxwell stuff was handled. Yeah, some of that was dreadful. Like, indefensible.
3: Is Gislaine Maxwell really that bad? Call us now. <laughs> it's, it's it's that it's been that kind of vibe, hasn't it?
7: Yeah, and you know that that's that that, that sort of makes you ask questions in itself, I suppose. But on the whole. It, you know, the BBC is like nothing else. It provides because that's the thing. When people have this discussion, they start talking about you know Doctor Who and Line of Duty and 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 actually, the thing about that is that those shows would be the safest thing in the world. Whatever subscription model Because they you make know, a whatever. shitload of money. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, they they make the BBC money, but also, I mean, also, I guess if if the BBC was having to sort of appeal to commercial entities or to people wanting to having to pay subscriptions. Those are the kind of prestige programs that they need in order to attract that, that funding. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that, that that stuff's never going anywhere. But it's all the stuff that, you know, people quietly rely on, you know, the local radio stuff and, and, their, and you know, the kids' stuff and just all the little all the sort of sort of in in by piece by piece little things which provide a service to so many people you know nobody else comes close to providing what the bbc
3: provides nobody comes close you you know it's over it's, it's a lost battle. I was talking to my boys about this on the way yeah. to the thing saying, um, maybe at the weekend, saying um, the, the BBC is going to be gone and uh, people will not miss it until it is gone. And they go, oh, shit, what did we do? Because yeah. the news, you know, I don't want to, the, the news will be dictated to us by a billionaire, maybe two billionaires. That's it. That's it, man. Once it's gone, and you can argue: is the BBC independent? And is it? Is it not? It's the closest thing we've got. If it isn't, it's the closest thing we have got. And by I, a long way, by a yeah. huge huge way. I mean, you look at Sky, GB News, Time Talk TV—that another thing that Murdoch is doing. Um, it is the closest thing we have to independence and uh, and fairness. And it's gone, but oh, it's it's going people, to be gone. People, actually, people do cite Channel 4, and I think
7: there's, there's a degree of truth in that. Um, but those are the same people who are then saying, well, the BBC should go commercially funded. And, uh, you know, as I think Alan Beswick pointed out recently, you, you, as soon as you commercially fund the BBC, I mean, that's Channel 4 wiped out in an instant. Yeah, yeah. Because that that, that advert money is coming from somewhere. You know, companies aren't just going to double their advertising budgets.
3: Um, For me, the moment it changed, it's probably going on before, that. the moment it changed was uh, Jonathan Ross and Russell Brand. And I can't remember the name of the guy. moved to America. I can't remember who the head of the BBC was. And he came out and did a grovelling apology. And I always thought he should have came out, should have come out and said, you know what? We fucked up and this is not our standard, but we are the BBC and we try stuff and we push stuff and we're not always going to get it right. And we didn't then, but we are going to carry on pushing stuff. And instead, he came out kind of rubbing his hands together, not looking at the I'm so sorry. This is awful. This is now I get why he was doing it. He yeah. was under pressure from the government. Of course he was. But but um, he should have come out fighting saying we're the BBC. We are brilliant. We push stuff. You're not going to like all of it. This was wrong. What happened there? That was wrong, and they're going to be punished, right? But we like to push stuff, and they didn't. And that, for me, was um, the kind of the real turning point of the BBC starting to. Yeah, cower and in I, corner.
7: I, I think in, you know, even in, even just in terms of content, I don't think the BBC ever recovered from that.
3: No, there's that great um, clip that's been going around of, of uh, an advert for the TV license with John Cleese. I don't oh, know. I'm yes. guessing late 80s or something. And it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's the BBC going, yeah, we do this, we do this, we do this, we do we're great. And they're just listing stuff. And it is it's a wonderful yeah, so little what, skit. What has the
7: BBC ever done for us? Yeah.
3: It's a great little skit and it's cocky. It's yep. cocky. And the, that is gone from the BBC. And they'll never get that back. They'll never get that back. Certainly now, you know. Nadine Doris is is oh, it's Yeah, I mean, I, I'd
7: like, I'd like to think we don't have to worry about her in particular for very
3: long. Oh, she'll be, she'll be gone in. I think, yeah, she'll be gone very, very soon. Um, yeah. I, I suspect when Boris Johnson goes in the next couple of weeks, this is my prediction. Possibly even this week with the whole birthday cake thing. Um, I suspect there will be a bit of a clean sweep. Jesus, imagine the nightmare is she becomes prime minister or Steve Baker.
7: Steve Baker. Oh Lord, no. Steve Baker is I
3: mean, prime minister. <laughs>
7: <laughs> this is this is my big problem with the idea of any of, you know, the idea, This whole focus on getting rid of Boris. Yeah, great, but
3: oh, can I pick you up on something? Go on. You did what you have picked me up on before.
7: Oh shit!
3: Do you mean Boris Johnson, the prime minister? You did it, and, do it's easy, and it's easy. And it's easy yeah. to do. And for those who didn't notice it, he said Boris. And I've done this. I remember um, being at three counties and and really trying to train myself to say Boris Johnson, the mayor of London, because Boris is is that lovely, cuddly, funny guy. Yeah. On um, have I got news for you? He is Boris Johnson, the prime minister. And you know, I'm not calling you out for that. It's just I'm illustrating no, how no. easy it is uh, to did, do yeah. that. How easy it is to do that.
7: Yeah, and that, that's how we're in the position we're in. But, I mean, my, my worry is we we get rid of the current Prime Minister. Who who replaces
3: him? Oh, it will be one of the same. It it will be exactly the same. And people will go, brilliant, we got rid of Boris. That's what they'll say, we got rid of Boris. But it will be replaced by Sunak or Raab or, you know, Doris Prime
7: Minister Pretty Patel.
3: It, oh, for fuck's sake. Years ago on talk radio... After Brexit, uh, the Brexit vote, I made, a pre- my, I made a prediction, right? My prediction was that Boris – this was before he was Prime Minister – Boris Johnson would be Prime Minister and Nigel Farage will be Deputy Prime Minister. That one didn't come true. But I also said, and they will bring back the death penalty. And if Patel gets any closer to the – because she's talked about it, hasn't she? She yeah. actually talked about bringing back the death penalty. And you know what? If the BBC goes – we're going to get the death penalty. It's going to happen because Murdoch would love it for all those bloody Muslim terrorists and those immigrants coming over. Let's hang them. Oh, and while we're hanging them, you know what? Let's get paedophiles. Well. Oh, jeez, man. it's Lord. We're screwed.
7: But you're, you're right. I mean, the, the best we can hope for with the BBC is a stay of
3: execution, I think. I think it's it's a done deal. It's 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 gone. Whether it takes five years or 20 years, it's gone. There's no, there's, yeah. no, there's no turning it back. Even if Labour came in tomorrow, there's, there's no turning it back because so many people think it's biased mainstream media. You know, so many listeners of talk radio think that um, the BBC is the mainstream it's, media.
7: That's, that's the problem, though. It's not just the talk. You know, it, it's, it's gone beyond being yeah. the talk radio listeners. It, it's not just your, your Brexit voters and things. You know, it's, it's across the whole political spectrum. It's there's, normal there's people. people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, normal people.
3: Um, I'm going to play some Terence Trent D'Arby. Except when I look at uh, look up Terence Trent D'Arby on Spotify, he's not there. Do you know what Terence Trent D'Arby is called now and has rebranded all of his old albums as? I don't. It's Sananda Matreya Oh, it should have started. I flipping love this song, man. That's a song, man. Sananda Matreya. And now, uh, there's a story. Icarus flew too close to the sun. 0203 286 um, I missed a call. Let me call this person um, back and then just stop the music a little bit too abruptly because that's kind of how it goes. If I miss your call, I call you back. If you miss the show tonight, you'll be able to hear it as a free podcast in a couple of days. Look for Radio Anywhere in your podcast service. Hello, caller. Hello, Ian. How are you? What have you got for us?
6: I totally agree with what Pete's saying, to be honest, about the BBC. Because certain things on the BBC, like Adam Curtis, for example, I don't think you'd get that anywhere else. I think it's really important to have a service like that that isn't necessarily set up for profit, which means that things like that are able to watch that sort of experimental style of documentary and that sort of thing where the aim just isn't profit because once you take away that, you end up with this weird media landscape where everything's profit-driven and it's like America where it's almost too partisan where you've got, you know, all these media companies competing for each other. I'm not saying the BBC's perfect, far from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got to be slightly careful about what I say because I've, I've done stuff for the BBC yeah. in the past. And, you know, especially at local level, I, I can't talk about national level. I've done a, a couple of things for Live, but Radio Manchester, Northwest tonight... Those are pillars of the community. And once you take away that from people, then you end up with a really weird position where you see it with print media to a certain extent where local journalism, because of the the decline of people buying newspapers, gets replaced with Facebook groups and conspiracy theories, which is how we end up with, with Brexit.
3: Hmm. I, having worked for three, three or four years in, in two local radio stations, I think local BBC local radio is, I think there are some great people there. I do think there's too many people working there. Let me tell you this. When I first started there, right, doing the breakfast at three counties, I'd been doing a late night phone in show on Absolute Radio, a national radio station, and it had been staffed by two people. Me and the producer, Eloise. That was a late night show and we played music, okay? It's completely different from a breakfast show. Um, But when I went to the breakfast show, I think there were something like... I seem to remember there being 13 people. 13 people working on the show. Now, that includes the team in the daytime that would gather all the stories and stuff. But it was still 13 people working on a show. And I remember one morning, two people... um, didn't come in, in the morning. And the producer said, um, Ian, we're two people down, but we're going to get through this. We're just going to knuckle down and we're going to work really hard and everyone's going to be supporting everyone else. And I said, you and me could do this. On our own. We've got all the stories. We don't need anybody else. And so I do think there's 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 too many people working on, on, on programs. And I do think there are a lot of shit people in local radio. I get mm. what you mean about it being part of the community, and I think that's really important. And I think local news is really important. And I do think BBC Local Radio has moments of being um uh what's the word? Of being um you know, you, you know, making a difference in their local community.
6: I do think well, That's what they've started. The whole make a difference thing. Yeah. That you probably on BBC local radio now is great because it's it's just people doing great things yeah. in their community. And I think. I just think we're in a really weird place at the minute. Once you take away the BBC, and I'm not saying it's perfect because it's flawed in a lot of ways. And I think um, there's a good book, actually, I think it's called Myth of a Public Service that looks into the people at the head of the BBC, you know, where it's supposed to be neutral when actually there's Tory peers involved and it's very much sort of skewed towards the government that's in charge because they're the people that control the licence fee. But I think once you take that away you end up with a really strange landscape in terms of different media channels and different news organizations and once it's all about profit and obviously there's advertisers involved there's a totally different business model there to generate money so it's not the same as just here's the news this is how it is form your own opinion you end up with this sort of thing where it's almost all opinionated or one side or the other to get people to watch it and that's kind of not what it should be like the world service for example is, is a great example of that where it is a service for you to form your own opinion. They tell you the news, you make your own opinion on that. Whereas if you go the other way, you end up with you know, speech radio at the minute and you know all about how it is, where it's just shouting, basically.
3: Do you know the genius thing? I don't know who came up with this, but the genius thing um, in terms of attacking the BBC, right? This is, this is brilliant because this is brilliant because whatever you say to the people that throw this at you, they will not it, – it's a brick wall – but the BBC covered up Savile. And for some people, that's enough. That that nonsensical, stupid, dumb lie of a line is enough for people to go, yeah, well, they 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 covered up Savile. The BBC is full of paedophiles. Now, of course, there were people at the BBC who knew about um, um Saville. But it, it wasn't the whole company, corporation going, shit, Jimmy Saville has sex with kids, we're going to cover this up. Most people did not know. And also there are paedophiles in the government, there are paedophiles in the church, you know, it's there are paedophiles everywhere. It doesn't mean that the entire organisation within which they exist is in on it and joining in. I had people... um saying, when I worked at the BBC... Now, listen, we'd we'd all heard stories. I remember hearing stories about Jimmy Savile when I was doing the 11 o'clock show. The story I heard was he was a a necrophiliac and he used to shit in drawers. Everybody heard stories. I seem to remember it being a story in playgrounds as well, you know, at school and stuff. Like the
6: Mark Holman's rumour, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Just rumours about people like like that, you know. But the Savile thing, I think it it was deal and Skinner that made a joke about it right. before it was like, you know, yeah. before it got all revealed.
3: But that's, the, to say, well, the BBC needs to be closed down because they all knew about Savile. Oh, fuck, you know, that's, mm. that is that the best you've got, really? But those people can't be argued with. And um, I don't know, man, it's, mm. it's, um, I was texting um, my half-sister and, um, I just said this. This I fucking hate this country. I hate this country at the moment, and I reckon we've got another few years of it getting even worse before the pendulum starts to swing back, swing back the other way. This is a an awful place to be. Uh, yeah,
6: but some of some of the damage is irreparable. I mean, this, <laughs> the worst thing for me is I couldn't vote in the last election and I couldn't vote for Brexit, and it's going to be my generation yeah, that yeah. are going to suffer from it. We because, screwed it up
3: for you, and I'm so and know, I'm so sorry.
6: <laughs> Brexit and COVID on top of that and now we've got this and it's like well great 10 years of austerity and now all this other stuff it's like well you know it's not not really an ideal situation to try and find a job in the next few years
3: we screwed it up for you man and genuinely i'm sorry my generation fucked it up and i've you know maybe I, maybe we could have done more we blew it and it's, shit well, you I think and it's my the kids. generation
6: after you as well to be honest because you know my granddad who's got um, cancer and dementia, voted leave based on lies, and he's going to be dead in the next few years, but I'm the one that has to suffer for that, I'll and suffer. I can vote. Like, how is that fair?
3: Ah, oh, man. Right. <laughs> it's one of those things, isn't it? <laughs> As they say. It's one of it's those, one of those things, things, dude. Just just man up, snowflake. <laughs> just relax. Man up, <laughs> snowflake. <laughs> nice to talk to you, man. Take care. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're... Uh, Yeah, we're absolutely uh, screwed. I think we're done here, man. I think we're done here. Matty, I'm trying to change. I'm trying to change the time so we can end like five minutes early. Because I really want you to stick around and listen to my friend Paul Twisty's uh, show. So I'm just going to do a little bit of what can only be described as computer maths update this event and leave the rest as they are yes yes please oh no shit i've i've bugged it up what have i done what oh no oh christ i think i might have ruined everything in the world oh god that's that's awful i, I hope the show is saved it might not have saved who knows um all right so i think we're done tonight that was uh that was fun, right? You had fun. You had fun. I had fun. I'm doing some stuff. I have fun. Um, I hope you had fun. You can download the podcast as well. Oh, let me just mention the other two uh, sponsors the big the big G Richard Gregorian Family Law: unique combined legal and psychological approach. If you're getting divorced, why don't you have a look at gelaw.co.uk? Co. Um, Uk. And Richard's a great guy. He's a fascinating guy. He's, he's been such a big supporter of us. By us, I mean this show and the stuff I do with Catherine. And oh, thank you to Michael for signing up as a Patreon. Um, So, so Richard, thank you so much. And also, we've had a lot of support from Nick at Poseidon Safety Management. If you go to poseidonsafety.co.uk, they are the premier supplier of manned guarding and canine services in Cornwall. Right. Listen, not many people listening to this are going to go to poseidonsafety.co.uk. There's not going to be many people listening who need... Um, security in Cornwall. But Nick and Richard have both been so supportive of us and so generous, and it really, really is um, appreciated. And very, very quickly, I just want to mention this one more time. Michael, um, there's a five-kilometre outdoor obstacle course event in Yorkshire every year to raise money for a local charity called Forget-Me-Not's Children's Hospice. If you go to t three. FarmChallenge.co.uk t three FarmChallenge.co.uk and you can have a look at that. Thank you, Michael, for signing up as a Patreon. That is it. I am done. I am back tomorrow night at ten o'clock. Stay tuned. Twisty show's coming up, and it's an absolute blast. Thank you very much. This is Radio Anywhere.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince.